<laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, everyone, welcome back to our wonderful podcast here where we, we talk about some stuff. That's what we do, right? I believe so. Yeah. So, if anyone doesn't know, we are the Leadership Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Destin. And we talk about video games and we talk about tech. We talk about social media, content, you know, everything in in general wheelhouse. So, the way these the way these episodes normally work, we'll grab one two games that we we're looking forward to. They either just came out, coming out soon, uh, something we're really excited for, and a piece of tech like the piece of tech we have. It's uh, it's already been out, but not very long, and we just kind of like we were interested in them. So why not just talk on a podcast about them? Yep. You know, so. If, uh, if you've been listening to our previous episodes, we just did a deep dive on Pokemon. It's, uh, there's one, as you're listening to this, there's two episodes out. There's going to be a third episode out on Monday to finish out the series. Well, we're going to talk about Pokemon again. Well, kind of. Sort of. So, so this first game, we, we have Tim Tim. Tim Tim just dropped the 21st of January, so like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. almost, and it's got a global launch coming to all PCs and consoles in 2021. So, what is Tim Tim? Tim Tim is a massively multiplayer creature collection adventure game. You seek adventure in the lovely airborne archipelago alongside your Tim Tim squad. Six individual islands. Six different islands. So you catch po you. Catch Tim Tims. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up on that this whole time, I promise. All the time. You catch Tim Tim, you battle tamers, you can build a house and customize it, you can join in on your friends' adventures, explore the whole dynamic online world. Complete customization of your character. Yep. So, the world is MMO style. So, as you're going through your story mission, you see other tamers running around the world doing the same shit. And you can either battle them, you can trade goodies with them, stuff like that. Which adds a huge dynamic that Pokemon doesn't have. A PvP aspect. Not just a PvP aspect, just the aspect of seeing another person. Oh, yeah, like another you know, player rolling around. You, you're, you're just running around, you're going towards your gym, and you can have some douchebag just walking <laughs> past. There's probably going to be like text chat, and people are, that's going to be AIDS, but... Yeah. I think it's kind of cool, you know? It's, it's an MMO-style... Pokemon game called Tim Tim, but your character is customizable. You have hats, shirts, pants, hair, glasses. You can do a full cosplay of your favorite Tim Tim. Yeah, to make yourself look <laughs> like him, which is kind of cool. They they did the normal. They fully fleshed out the story campaign. You go through. You go across all six islands to become a Tim Tim Tamer, defeating eight dojo leaders. I don't know if there's an Elite Four aspect that didn't really see any. All it said was dojo leaders. You have to deal, deal with Clan Belsoto, which is the bad guys. It's like the Team Rocket. Yeah. And one really cool thing is your entire campaign can be done through co-op with another person, mm-hmm. which is super, super cool. That wasn't before. And, you know, the game focuses very, very heavily on 2v2 battles. The entire game is essentially 2v2. Yeah. There, there's certain like chance occasions where it's 2v1 or 1v1, but a really big part of the game is 2v2s so that the co-op aspect of the game is 
pushed more. Yeah. You know, if you and your friend can play through the story together, it's kind of cool, you know? Yeah, shared and experience. That's why they push um, the, the 2v2 aspect. The games are essentially the same uh, as Pokemon. It's turn-based combat. You command them to use moves. You can only have six Tim Tim in your squad. Obviously, only two out at one time. But one really cool thing is there's no random factors in battle. Yeah. So, super effective, not effective, all that stuff. Like, everything, all the numbers are genuine. Nice. If an attack does a certain amount, it's going to do that amount. And there's a there's a chart for all 12 types, which I'll read off in a second, that shows what is better than the other, times two, what's less than the other, it's .5 times, so on and so forth. Like a rock, paper, scissors aspect. Yeah, it, and it actually, it shows you how much damage is going to change. You know, if your attack does 30 and you're a water against a fire, it's going to do 60. Mm-hmm. It's going to do double. And the same thing with if it's not very effective, it's going to do half. Yeah. So there's there's no random factors when it comes to battles, which is really, really cool. So they have 12 types in the game, which is a little bit less than Pokemon, which is fine. You have neutral, fire, water, nature, electric, earth, mental, wind, digital, melee, crystal, and toxic. I'm curious to see what the digital looks like. Digital does look that's probably look that probably looks dope as shit. Uh what else? Another thing close to Pokemon is breeding. Mm-hmm. They they did so they did do a lot of the same things as Pokemon. So you can get two compatible Tim Tim. They produce an egg. The eggs can then inherit stats from the parent, which is what Pokemon slowly evolved into. And then it also allows moves to be inherited from the parents. Nice. Which Pokemon slowly evolved into with the recent stuff. But in Pokemon, you can literally use the same exact Pokemon forever. Yeah. To breed, and you can't in this game. Oh, yeah? So, every time you breed a Pokemon, you get a degradation value. And so, every single time, it lowers when a new egg is produced, and then eventually you can't breed with that Pokemon anymore. And every single... And so, when you breed and you get a new egg, that egg will have a degradation value, Mm -hmm. which isn't low. But as you slowly go... And you you essentially have to just keep like pretty much throwing away Pokemon, I guess. Yeah. Breeding them till you get what you need, which is it's kind of cool that they did that. They they definitely needed to add breeding into it to match with the Pokemon series, obviously. But it's cool they did a different way around it, so you can't just constantly breed for fucking ever. Yeah. You know. I think they mainly did that to like if you get a super like high level Tim Tim, then you can just constantly spam that one and breed, you know, more high level Tim Tims. Yeah, it's kind of I'm glad I'm glad they did that though. So, um what else? It's got clubs, which is kinda of like a guild. You have like weekly clan battles you can do to conquer dojos. They have their own version of shinies, which are called Lumas. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing so far I've seen about this game is their competitive battle aspect. So, if you've been listening to our other uh, Pokemon series, you know, Sam explained to us how the new ranked system for Pokemon competitive is. 
this this game took it to a new level with yeah. that. So when you go into um, competitive battle, there are full ranked ladders. That which is another it was already a big fucking deal, which is awesome. But they use a pick and ban system. What's a pick and ban system? You ever play League of Legends? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so a pick and ban. Okay. So essentially in this game is you choose ten Tim Tim mm-hmm. and then you go through pick and ban phases till you have four and your opponent has four. Okay. So they'll ban your Charizard and you'll pick you're, I don't fucking know, like Squirtle or whatever. <laughs> but essentially it has a pick and ban system that you go through before the battle starts. So you kind of can judge, you know, yeah. it, it makes it a lot more competitive and it forces you to have more than just your good six Pokemon and going into every fight. It make It forces you to have some kind of strategy. Yeah, it actually forces like, you to play competitively. It makes it fair. Because if you don't know right now in Pokemon... And their competitive battle systems, there's a really big meta of what everyone uses. Mm-hmm. And when you can breed for fucking ever and get in, in technically the best Pokemon ever possibly to get, then imagine you have a pick and ban system. You put all your time into that Pokemon. Fuck it. Yeah. Just ban it out. You know what <laughs> I mean? Use that one. Yeah, so I think the pick and ban system is a huge, huge, amazing thing for it. So, but overall, um, I'm going to sit down and play the game soon. Uh, it is on Steam right now, and it is $30, I believe. Uh, it's like $30 on Steam. And I want to see how big of a difference it is compared to Pokemon. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were asking them if they were afraid of Nintendo obviously, but they built the game completely from the ground up. Yeah. They didn't steal code or anything. It's a completely fresh game. They built from the ground up and they didn't use any names from previous games, uh, Pokemon games, anything like that. They have a, they, they're going to be putting the game on the switch. Yeah. It's going to be ported to the switch. So I don't think they're really worried about that, but the game started as a Kickstarter which is really, really cool. It raised like $500,000, $700,000 or some crazy shit. But one of the cool things they did was they kind of, they made this thing called stretch goals. So if they raised $70,000, they started the game. Mm-hmm. And then every, like every so often as they were going through, they basically were being like, okay, you gave us this much money. We'll put new stuff into the game. So at $90,000, they unlocked the Nuzlocke game mode, which, uh, I had no clue what that is. <laughs> I couldn't really see much about it, but it's kind of like a more challenging way to play through the game. They uh, they had an arcade bar, which lets you play mini games, which like Pokemon Stadium esque probably, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, $160,000, they added a new mythical Tim Tim. Uh, $200,000, you can get mounts to ride around the airborne archipelago because they have to say it like that every <laughs> single time. Because they have to differentiate. Ours is in the air, not surrounded by water. <laughs> you know, we're not Pokemon. Since they hit 250000 then they got a port for the Switch. Because I'm guessing it's really fucking expensive. I would imagine so. Uh, they had a replay system. So you can watch back your competitive matches and try to learn from it. They had the clubs, like I talked about earlier in. And then they have in-game tournaments every single week where you can get prizes and stuff. 
Nice. I'm I'm really curious to see like when everything drops and see like what it feels like. You know, from what I've seen, it's pretty. Um, it's doing really well on. Uh, what's we call it so far? Steam. Steam. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, from what I've seen, it's doing really well on Steam. It's like um the number one like new and popular game when you yeah. go on Steam. Uh, a lot of people are playing it. I'm sure a lot of people are excited about it. It's a PC version of uh, a good Pokemon game. And a lot of the Pokemon, Tim Tims, I should say, a lot of the Tim Tims look pretty cool. There's a flying pig right there. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of <laughs> dope. Um, it does, it looks more cartoony than Pokemon, which is hard to say. Uh, it's got, it's got a weird, different cartoony vibe to it. And as you run around the world, you have like a uh, companion Pokemon that follows behind you. Tim Tim. I'm just going to keep saying Pokemon. Fuck it. <laughs> I can't help it. It's so it's so ingrained in my brain for the last 20 years of yeah. my life to say Pokemon. But you have a Tim Tim that follows around behind you, which is super, super cool. I love that aspect of the game. Yeah. It's essentially like you can almost like flex. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can flex on people and be like, yeah, I got this guy that you don't have. If you like got a mythical or some shit. So... I'm pretty excited to see where the game will go. Uh, it'll probably look, it's going to look amazing because it's going to be the first time you're playing uh, this type of game on a PC yeah. that could essentially run extremely well. Yeah. Other than the new game on Switch, you can hook it up to a monitor and stuff, but you still don't get like the full, you know, ultra settings and all that stuff. It'll, it's going to look really cool on PC. So I think when I get my new PC, I'm going to download it and oh, fuck around with it. Definitely. Definitely going to download and fuck around with it, which we got about one more month until I build it. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to it. About one more month. So that, I think that's it for Tim Tam. Was there any more questions you had about it? Uh, Anything specific? I don't really know. Like, I'm curious to see if, uh, like, because there's, like you said, there's a, a 2v2 kind of aspect to it. Yeah. So I want to know if... Like, if I want to hop on and play, but you're not on, is that, like, how much that's going to affect my gameplay? Yeah. You know? I that That's going to suck if you, like, commit to only playing it when you, the other person's playing, and then you're just like, fuck, I really want to play this yeah. game. You know? So, that's that's going to be... That would be kind of weird. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if, like, because, I mean, they could do a whole system where... Like, I, I go in for a gym battle, I don't have a friend, they just throw an AI with me. Yeah. Or something, you know, they, they could do something like or, that. I mean, but, you would just put two Pokemon out. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? just throw two Pokemon but out. But maybe there's, like, different save files, but it's an MMO, so it's going to be kind of hard. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe it'll have, like, a character selection like WoW has. It could, yeah. Where you could just be like, this is my gameplay, this is my other character's gameplay. Yeah. Because that's what I did when I played WoW, like, whenever I was leveling with somebody. Yeah. I would just hop on a different character and level it instead. So I would keep that guy at uh, my friend's level. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I haven't watched pure any pure gameplay. Um, for I know a lot of y'all don't know, but for us, when we talk about these games, if we haven't played them yet, I try not to watch too much gameplay outside of a trailer. Yeah. Because I want to play the games and I want the gameplays to be fresh. Yeah, I don't want to watch someone else play through the game and see what the first mission is, and then when I sit down to play it, I'm like, uh, I've already seen this. Yeah, you know, uh, I try to 
if I haven't played the game yet, then I try to steer away from watching other content creators play the game because I want to play the game and then I want to create content around the game. Yeah. So I try to stay away from that. So that's why I like when I say I haven't watched any gameplay, the only thing I've watched is trailers. And if there's a gameplay trailer, I will watch that hundred percent. Like for the next game, I'll watch the gameplay trailer. But anyway, that's, that's pretty much how I'll always be. Yeah. And you're a lot, you're a lot the same. Yeah. So you try not to watch something because you want to be like surprised by it. Definitely. But anyway, I think that's everything for Tim Tim. I'm pretty pretty stoked for it. I think it's gonna be a really good game. I think it looks looks super dope, and we all have nostalgia about creature collection games. So, yeah. next topic. Next topic. Segway. We're talking about the ghost of Tsushima. 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 So, ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> it is being made by Sucker Punch Studios. For anyone yes. that doesn't know, Sucker Punch Studios created the Infamous series and the Sly Cooper series. Yes. Sly Cooper is one of my favorites of all time. You played through the Infamous stuff, haven't you? Yes, I played, I played through a, a bit of them. I played Second Son, maybe. Uh, I, the first one, and then what was the second one? Was that Second Son? Yeah. I don't fucking remember, honestly. The first three of them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the names right now. Yeah. But I played, through, I played through the first three of them. So, Infamous is like, you have like superpowers, shit like that, and you're like saving the world, probably, I don't fucking know. Like some, I can't remember the story, but some shit happens, uh, you get powers from it, and then you go on a journey, either righteous or evil, to, you know... Yeah. Do your thing, though. So, being made by Sucker Punch, they make really good games. Yes. I am a huge fan of the Sly Cooper series. I played through it as a kid, and I fucking loved it on PS2. So, Ghost of Tsushima is being created by those guys. Really, really good developers. So, the game follows Jin Sakai. He's a feudal Japanese samurai turned samurai commando who is seeking revenge on Mongolian soldiers on the island of Tsushima. Set in the 13th centuries, in the 13th... The, 13th uh, century. The 13th century. <laughs> it's set in the 13th century, where you are dealing with your main antagonist, Kotan Khan, who is a general for the Mongol Empire. And the game takes complete takes place on a completely open-world environment, even though you have a linear main linear main quest, you can do side missions and just kind of like roam around because it looks fucking dope. Yeah, a lot of like open fields, flowers, uh, trees, like the foliage looks amazing. The whole game just looks really, really good. So they don't force you just to like go mission to mission to mission to mission. If unless you want to, and like unless you're a speed runner like the dude that did Outer Worlds in 12 minutes. Yeah. You can technically do that, but there's side missions you can do, which uh, I think the side missions help you up with your upgrade system and stuff yeah. like that. But Sucker Punch said the story focused on good people in dark times doing bad things, which is really cool. So, like, this, your main character, Jen, you kind of have to go through the game and you're raised a certain way as a feudal samurai to do certain things and act certain ways. And when your whole home island is being destroyed and burned to the ground, you're the last one to save it. You kind of have to do things that go against your teachings. Got some dirty deeds. You got to do some dirty shit to for, for kill samurai, some Mongols. For samurai, it was it was called Bushido. 
Yeah. And that was like, it was all about honor and respect, you know, but all at the same time, like samurai <laughs> were kind of assholes to yeah. the, the lesser people. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, they, that it was just, that was the hierarchy then, yeah. you know, but it, it was all shit. about honor and respect and, and whatnot. So doing some dirty deeds for a samurai was a bad thing. Yeah. So the, the game play, like the, the gameplay trailer we watched, the game looks amazing. It does. <clears throat> looks great. Just overall graphics. And it was on a PS4 Pro too. So I can imagine what it looks like on the PC Master Race. It's going to look amazing. <laughs> but the gameplay. So the gameplay focuses on a lethal precision type combat. So your main goal is to use one or two sword strikes to kill someone. And it has it has the really cool like uh, parry breaks... I guess is what you call it, block breaks, mm-hmm. things like that, where you can essentially parry and get a one-shot kill. Yeah. And I love games like that, where you can literally go through a fight with five people and just parry, 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 and kill yeah. all of them. I love that shit. The game is over-the-shoulder camera perspective, so third person, and you just you can murder the shit out of people. <laughs> a lot of blood and gore, cutting arms off, all that kind of shit. But the game has a lot of emphasis on stealth gameplay. If you if you watch the trailer, the stealth gameplay reminds you a lot of Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. uh, very very much, because you have your sword and you have your little dagger and you can like sneak up behind people crouching, get the one shot kills, stuff like that. But the like the death from above takedowns are super dope. Yeah, like, and whenever you do that, you can like drop down on somebody, you murder their face. And then you get put in this like bullet time where you can slowly like hit, 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 hit like five people. And it's, it's insane how cool it is. You can clear a whole room just by using stealth, which is super, super cool. Like at the death from above, you get to like select which guy you want. So you can actually make it like a little, little tactical, like figure yeah. out what person's best to take out. Once yeah. you take him out, like you said, bullet time, and then you get to choose another person to take out, you know? Yeah, it, so it, it, it makes, makes for it, some, like, pog-ass-looking yeah. like, scenes, <laughs> you know? But the, the whole the whole combat in general, so it's like, for me personally, it's a mixture of, like, a Dark Souls-type combat and, like, Assassin's Creed. It reminds me a lot of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Combat system wise, it feels a lot like Assassin's Creed, especially yeah. how Assassin's Creed sword play was waiting to parry and all that. stuff. Yeah. yeah it's what it seems like. You're surrounded by like five or six people and you kind of like, you're like, mm-hmm. I, if I just go fucking willy nilly out there and you know, I'm gonna get fucked up. But if you sit there and you wait, you do your parries, kill, parry, kill, parry, kill. Mm-hmm. That's really what it feels like. Uh, I mean, I won't know for sure until I play the game, which I did not write down what to, what, when it comes out because I'm dumb. Uh, but other than that, um, even though it does have that Dark Souls, Assassin's Creed type combat system, it will not be a super difficult game. It's a... All I got here is Q2 slash Q3 2020. Okay, so that's going to be um, September-ish. Like second quarter, third quarter? Second quarter, third quarter, yeah. 2020? So, Summer. 2020. Yeah. Um, the game, it won't be difficult to play. They want it to be a mainstream title. They want a lot of people to play it. So they're not going to make it like Dark Souls difficult, which people were very surprised at how popular Dark Souls was. Yeah. Because how hard it is. But 
The only like last thing for gameplay is there's an upgrade system where you can get abilities, uh, probably do more damage or like new combos or yeah. things like that. But you do get items like grappling hooks, which is kind of cool. And then you get smoke bombs, which can disorient enemies. Mm-hmm. So you probably just like toss a smoke bomb and go up and stab them in the nuts. But <laughs> other than that, like I'm super, it's going to be a pretty leany, linear game. I feel like, obviously, they said there's a lot to the game, probably, but I'd be really interested to see how the story pans out, because I think it's going to be a really, really good, like, straight single-player story game. Yeah. The the thing I want to see is uh, Lotus Blossoms. Yeah. Like, I want to see, like, a whole field of Lotus Blossoms, you know, because that's, like, staple of Japan. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to look amazing. But, Yeah. I mean, it's it looking like it's going to be fucking legit. You know what we keep forgetting to do? Mm. Rate the games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did the same fucking thing last week. <laughs> we forgot to rate Doom Eternal. So, Tim Tim. I, I feel weird rating the game because I think Pokemon's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, without playing it. W- without playing it from what I've seen, it's like a solid non. Yeah. Like, Tim Tim's probably amazing, honestly. It's MMO. I can call people retards <laughs> just because all right. Imagine like going into battle, dude, there's going to be so much toxicity in that game. <laughs> yeah. Every, is. every single time you put a children's game and you give it to adults, it's horrible. Yeah. Like custom name your Pokemon, <laughs> you know, like you're in a competitive match. You go through your picket bands. You first thing you see is dude throws out a Pokemon. It's named the N word <laughs> or something like some creative way to say yeah. the N word. You know, it's going to happen. I used to have a Togepi named Asshat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it's going to be bad, but yeah, I'd give it like a nine out of 10 as well because I love, I love Pokemon. Yeah. So anyway, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I don't because you're a big you're a big fan of Assassin's Creed, yeah, and it yeah. plays so much like, like it. Like, but that's the thing it's it's gonna be hard to rate that one because, like, it's one of those games that I really want to be super good, yeah. But I'm not gonna know until I get my hands on it. The visuals for the game are a ten out of ten for me. Yeah, visuals, from what I've seen, hundred percent. It looks so good. It like, looks so good. From what I've seen about, like, from what I've seen from gameplay, it looks like it's a it's. <sighs> I don't know. It's hard to say on that. It really, I think it's really going to depend on how long they made the game to be. Because mm-hmm. if it's too long, it's not going to be worth it. No. But if it's too short, like God of War 2 or 3, that's like, you can literally sit down and beat it in three hours. Yeah. If it's that short, it's not, it's going to be a little disappointing. Because if you're paying full price for a game, you want to get enough out of it, but not too much. Yeah. You know, like right now, my basis for like be- like games is the Outer Worlds because yeah. it's a ten out of ten for me, best game of the year. Yes, um, for twenty twenty, and it came out last year. But I think the game's gonna be like a solid. Like I give it an eight mm-hmm. because those type of games, like Assassin's Creed stuff like that, they're fun, but they're not for me. Yeah, uh, I do enjoy them. I just prefer first person or third. I prefer shooters, I guess. Okay, when it comes to a story game, I really like shooters for that if since it's such an open world if they've got like little hidden knickknacks throughout the world oh yeah you can ride horses by the way yeah you you're you you travel around on horses i forgot but uh since it's such a big open world if they have like little hidden knickknacks and like little easter eggs throughout the game that you find strolling along it'll be 10 out of 10 for me yeah i wonder if they're i wonder if they're gonna let you change like swords and stuff because 
we, we he watched different trailers than I watched, mm-hmm. and Jen's complete um, outfits were different in both games, yeah. both uh, videos. So I'm imagining they're gonna add some cosmetic stuff, maybe some purchasable cosmetics yeah. or loot boxes. We'll see. Every it's it's the model now is to put yeah. it in there because you don't have to buy it. But they're like, hey, if you want to, it's there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that might be a thing. But I'm thinking, because you said there's like an upgrade aspect. I'm thinking yep. that the upgrade aspect is going to be more along the lines of your skills. And like, that's what you're upgrading is like yeah. your character, not your gear. Yeah, you I was know? I was hoping I could see like a skill tree or something like that. But I didn't see. Obviously, yeah, they didn't, didn't show any of that. Either. But the game, so, the game doesn't even have a solid mm-hmm. release date. So they're they're definitely not going to put stuff like that out. They yeah. put a gameplay trailer out, which is good enough, but they put out that 2018 at E3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to come out summer 2020, Q2, Q3. So, like, Q2 is March to September, so it'll be, like, somewhere in March to September probably. Yeah. I think that's Q2. I don't know. I don't go by business calendars, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I should probably learn that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's your rating? <laughs> Like if it if it has the hidden knickknacks, then it, it'll be a ten out of ten. Yeah, I figured this is your type of game. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because originally we were going to cover something else, and I saw this game, and I was like, "Ooh, I should change that." Because <laughs> I definitely know Destin will fucking love this shit. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the Ghost of Tsushima. I give it like an eight personally. Uh, that might change when I play it. We'll don't we don't know. Destin gives it a ten, so it's all downhill from here. So, <laughs> <laughs> and segue. Segway. Okay. So, tech. So far, we talked about some VR headsets. Mm-hmm. We talked about AR glasses. Yep. So, we're going to talk about a different new invention that it dropped last year in November. Mm-hmm. That is the Google Stadia. Google Stadia. So, the Google Stadia, for anyone that doesn't know, is a cloud streaming service allowing you to essentially... Connect a Stadia controller or Chromecast to a TV, a PC, a laptop, your phone, anything, and you can play any game that is connected to your Google account. And who the fuck doesn't have a Google account nowadays? Literally everyone uses Gmail. I only have one email address that isn't a Gmail, and that's because it was from like 2003. (laughs) So, but essentially, you, you connect your controller... The Stadia controller, which also, if you have the Chromecast, you can use a Xbox or a PS4 controller with it. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, you can connect that to the Chromecast. It is $129 mm-hmm. for the controller and the Chromecast. Yeah. And uh, if you when you buy it, I believe you come it comes with a three months of Stadia Pro plan, which that's what pisses me off about the whole thing. Anyway, when, I'll talk about... I'll, when we get to the end, I'll explain my piss offness. Okay. So you can either get 720p 30 frames with mm-hmm. shitty sound quality, or you can get 1080p 60 with 5.1 surround sound, or you can get 4K 60 with 5.1 surround sound. Okay. It all depends on how good your internet is. Yeah. It literally depends on yeah. your internet. I mean, that's a downside of it being a streaming. Yeah, because it deal, all runs off know? cloud streaming. So if you have 10, it's, it's reasonably like it's 10 megabytes per second down, 25 and 35. So for people that live in the boonies, 
they're not going to be able to play games with the fucking Stadia. No. Because uh, they always, they advertise it about like this space saver. You don't have to have a big PC or a console. Because I mean, honestly, if you can just pick up a controller that's connected to your TV, mm-hmm. turn it on and play Assassin's Creed at 4K60, that's a lot better of a deal. And it's only $130 compared to a console. Yeah. I think that's good, right? Well, the, the big thing that pisses me off is the they had all these trailers where essentially you're watching a YouTube video about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Yeah. You're watching this YouTube video. It's this content creator. He's playing the game. And he's like, hey, if you want to check it out too on Stadia, here you go. And like, you know, at the end of YouTube videos, it has like the video links and stuff like that. Yeah. You could literally click on the video and it has Assassin's Creed play now. Click that and it eventually immediately launches on your phone, TV, or your computer to the game and you just pick up your controller and you play. Yeah. Well, it doesn't fucking work like that. <laughs> yeah? Yes. Okay, you have to pay $130 for the Stadia. Uh-huh. And then if you want anything over 720p, you have to pay a $10 a month pro plan. Okay. Which, to buy games, you have to be part of the pro plan. Really? Well, I mean, you get two free games a month from the pro plan, but it's going to be the same thing as like Epic Games is pro. Like Epic yeah, Games gives yeah. out two free games a month, but if they fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Xbox does it the best, in my opinion. But you pay $10 a month for this pro plan, right? Mm-hmm. And then you want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Yeah. You got to pay $60 for it. You already bought it on Xbox. You might have already bought it on Steam. Well, you got to buy it again to play yeah. it on Stadia. You have to pay $140 up front, which my problem is they are, they're releasing this as an equivalent to a console system. They're treating it like a console system. You have to pay for a console. You got to pay for Xbox live and then you got to pay for games. Yeah. But it's not a fucking console. Not at all. It is a cloud stream. If they would have treated Stadia like Netflix, I'd be all for it. Yeah. You pay $140, pay, pay 15 a month. You know, up, up the price a little bit. I, I can guarantee you 100% that if you made it $20 a month, but all the oh, games yeah. were free. I would definitely pay that. Um, you would have so many users. So they they were showing a graphic. I was watching um, Game Ranks. Game Ranks did a, a first impressions mm-hmm. and then a follow-up. I watched both of them. Their first impressions, they were a little disappointed in it. Yeah. Uh, and then their follow-up, okay, Someone did a video and they were checking how many users were on Destiny 2 at that time. At that time, it was getting like 1.2. It was right whenever um, it moved to Steam. Yeah. And went free to play. Okay. Destiny 2 was like 1.2 million players throughout the whole entire day. Yeah. Unique players. Um, 9,000 of those were on Stadia. Really? Only 9,000. Yeah. On Stadia. <laughs> and it's like, and that's a free game. Yeah. Imagine how many Stadia players do you get off of like a $60 game? You know, like they have Rage 2 on there. They have a, all these games ported to the Stadia, but it's not fucking worth it. No. It's really not. You're you're spending $130 for a system, which granted is a good price. You know, you already have a computer or a TV. As long as your TV has Wi-Fi, that can it can be connected <laughs> yeah. to. Um, 
But to to even play at more than 720p, 30 frames, you have to pay $10 a month. Yeah. You can't get 1080p, 60, or 4K60 without having uh, the Stadia Pro plan. And you can't play 4K60 unless you have a 4K fucking TV or monitor. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point of offering that if you people don't know that if I'm playing on a shitty 1080p, 60 hertz <laughs> monitor, I can't get 4K, mm-hmm. you know? Like it's it's not a console though no. it's not a console I mean, it's even with the console i have an xbox with a game pass game pass and like it's like 15 bucks a month and i have a shitload of games free there's a cheaper version too i yeah, pay yeah. i pay six dollars yeah yeah there's a there's like a there's like a six or seven dollar version there's a 15 dollar version i got the 15 dollar version <laughs> yeah i don't know the difference granted i might need to upgrade because like last week you said doom was on there mm-hmm. and i couldn't find it you really yeah yeah, Doom's on there. No, it might. <laughs> you might have a better version than me. I don't I fucking don't know. know. But I don't know. I was I was reading a bunch about this, and I was like looking at videos, and I typed all this stuff up, and I was getting mad because what Google did was Google realized that there was a new market to be tapped. Yeah, and they can you look up how many units sold possibly? Yeah. So Google realized there's a new market to be tapped. We want to be the first one to do it. And Google is rich AF. So they essentially were just like, let's just throw money at this research and development, get this done, and then hope we can make money back off of it is really what I think happened. I think they were too worried about being the first to do it that they didn't do it right. And it's obvious that the Netflix model is 100% possible. Netflix spends millions of dollars millions of dollars on um, doing like doing original shows, right? Yeah. Millions on original shows and they don't charge extra. You know, they eat the cost because so many people are going to pay for it. So I, I, I don't, I don't think this, they, they went at it right. Uh, From what I'm seeing here, they haven't posted anything yet. Really? Yeah. You can't figure out how many sold because yeah. they're fucking embarrassed. Probably. I'm, like, I'm, I'm on. I mean, I'm on Reddit. You know, I'm, I'm reading through a forum, and it's Reddit's the, always the, right. The guys asking why haven't they posted uh, any founders or premium edition uh, sold yet? Because Nintendo just posted blah blah blah. Yeah, it's been and out. This, this was like December fourth, two thousand nineteen. I mean, so. it's been out for four months now. It dropped in November. Three months. So hopefully, maybe maybe at the end of the quarter in March, they'll release something. That's probably might be what they're waiting on. Yeah, it could be. But I can honestly say that um, not a lot were being promoted. They did their like keynotes at E3 and stuff, and uh, Ryan Wyatt was uh, head of YouTube. Um, he's the one that presented it at yeah. E3 and all that stuff, and he... I haven't seen any content creators promote it. They like, didn't. They didn't pay any content creators for promotion. The the only reason I know about it is because like the past couple of weeks on YouTube, I'll get the random like Stadia ads, and that's yep. it. Yeah, like, and that's the only reason I've I've heard about it. But honestly, the really what it comes down to me is if cloud streaming service like this type of service could definitely be amazing. Oh yeah. What, the one thing that would fix this is Google and Valve <laughs> fuck 
and say, you can connect your Steam library to Stadia. That would be amazing. It fixes the problem. That would be fucking amazing. If you could go on Steam and have all your Steam games ported to be used on Stadia, that would fix literally everything, in my opinion. It, it would that, that would fix my problem with it. I don't like that you have to pay $10 a month for the service and then another $60 to get Rage 2 again. Yeah. $60 to get the new Assassin's Creed again. The only game but, I've ever paid for twice was Skyrim. And that was because I had originally bought it on PC. Yeah. I lost my PC and then I was like, fuck it, I'm buying it on my PlayStation. <laughs> you know? I bought CSGO twice. Yeah. Yeah. I I originally had a, a Steam account and bought CSGO. It's the only game I had bought on it. Um, I was playing CSGO and then I lost access to that email address. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't get back into my Steam account. So I had to make a new one. And then I had to buy CSGO again. <laughs> but if they would just like give us 20 bucks a month, here's a shitload of games you can play. Like, well, how much was it? $129 for you, the whole You pay $130 and you get like three like, months of the pro plan. 130 bucks for the whole system. Pay us $20 a month and you have all these games free. There you go. Like, that's if, what needs to happen. I think if they up the price of the pro plan, which people probably disagree with me, uh, if they up the price of the pro plan but made the games free, if they could work out something with the developers mm-hmm. um, so that the developers get a higher percentage of you know that monthly cost yeah it'd be kind of hard to do granted uh to like basically just shovel off like five dollars of it to each developer or whatever you know it'd be kind of difficult to do but or at least give a discounted price you know if if i could if i had to buy stadia and i'm paying ten dollars a month if i could get rage 2 for like half off yeah, maybe, you know, but right. if I'm having to pay full price for a game again, because it's on a different system, you know, kind of pisses me off. Yeah. I didn't do that before. You know, yeah. if I was switching from Xbox to PlayStation, I would be like, not buying any of that shit again. <laughs> you know, maybe my favorite game, but yeah. that's literally it. It's a streaming service, not a console. Treat it like Netflix and I'd be down. Yeah. You know, because right now it works off of a Google browser. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're going to use Stadia on PC, you connect it to Google Chrome, open Google Chrome, and it's just, I don't know. If and There's no reason for it on PC. Just fucking play it on your PC. Yeah. You know, maybe like, maybe if you're on a cheap system, uh, you would run it better. You it says you can get 4K60, and the streaming service is supposed to handle all of the bandwidth and yeah. all the back end of the game, but... Like, I mean, I guess I can understand it if, like, you just either don't want to put the money into a high-end system yeah. or aren't able to purchase a high-end system. You got, yeah. like, you're running a, a little laptop, like an yeah. Intel, whatever. Get this, yeah, it's, it's a cheaper option, you know, because, like, I know people who refuse to buy a console because, it's like, PC's the only way to go. Yeah. You know, so if, if, if that was your deal, you couldn't afford to get a, a good high-end system then this might be the way, you know, this might not be a downside, but yeah, I don't know. I'm mad. I'm going to have to buy another PS4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the fucking PS4 exclusives. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm pissed off about is PS4 exclusives. Yep. But I don't know. Like Stadia, Stadia is a big flop for me. Um, 
I was super hyped about it when it was first announced. I heard a lot of talk about it. Uh, I watched a couple of different interviews with Ryan Wyatt because mm-hmm. uh, he had, when Hex started his podcast, he talked with Ryan Wyatt about it. Uh, Nate Shot did as well. And when they were like, they were asking him like, what's the future looking like? Because he, he runs YouTube's gaming section. Yeah. He was also head of the Stadia Project. At least like uh, pres- marketing and stuff, you know, yeah, presenting yeah. it, whatnot. And he, he had a huge hand in it, and he was, like, always hyping it up and all the shit. I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of cool. You could essentially just, like, play a game, you know? Because, like, that YouTube example for us at the end of the game, you're watching your favorite content creator play Need for Speed 37, you know? <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, I want to play it. At the end of the YouTube video, you can click it, and it says play now, and it opens in your browser, and you pick up your controller and play. That is That is groundbreaking. Yeah. But you can't fucking do that no. because you have to go buy Need for Speed 37 for like $300, however much <laughs> it's going to be in the next 30 years, you know? So it kind of like ruins the whole appeal to me for it. Yeah. Like I, w- I, I was kind of considering it until I found all this out and then it's just, uh, it's not worth it for me. No. If, if, like, um, I'd, I'd much prefer to, cause I already have an Xbox. I'm getting ready to build a, a computer. So I just much rather buy a fucking PlayStation. Yeah. And then get my games that way, you know, instead of buying a whole system where I have to, I don't know. The only thing that would, like, fuck me is if they started making Stadia exclusives. But developers aren't going to do that. No. They're going to lose so <laughs> much money in sales. a terrible idea. I just look at Destiny's numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, 10,000 10, people in a month opened up Destiny on their um, Stadia. And then if you go farther into those numbers... In Crucible, there was 53 people. Yeah. In Strikes, there was like 47. (laughs) You know, anyone doing a group activity, per se, Mm -hmm. there was like 200 people (laughs) doing a group activity. So most people, honestly, were launching Stadia, getting their daily rewards, and getting getting off. (laughs) Just because they had... And if you want to connect to your phone, you have to buy a bracket. That connects yeah. to your phone and then has to run wired to your phone and your phone has to be in front of you. And you can only run it on new fucking flagship phones. Yeah. My phone, my Honor 7X wouldn't be able to run a Stadia. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to launch Stadia because my fucking phone couldn't handle it. <laughs> so it's like, well, fuck, man. <laughs> I, to, to play Stadia on my phone, to make it portable and cool, I got to spend $1,000 on a phone. Yeah. Or go sell my soul to Verizon and sign my life over. So it's not going to fucking happen. No. I hope something cool happens with Stadia. I hope someone else kind of jumps on this. Like maybe like Netflix. Yeah. Uh, creates like a gaming model. I think that'd be really, I think that'd be really smart that'd for them. Cool. I think that'd be really smart for Netflix to do. Or if uh, some other gaming companies jump on it and pretty much take what, because cause Stadia is the only one out. There's yeah. there's no other one out like it. So if uh, other companies can look at what they did wrong and correct that, I think that would be really cool. It would uh, it would be very hard to like, talk with um, developers about it, basically to yeah. take someone like someone like Assassin's Creed and be like, hey, you, I need your game for free, <laughs> you know. They would basically, I, I, was, I would guess they would have to just eat the cost up front. Yeah. And, or try to work out a deal where they get a p- percentage of the plan. Yeah. I mean, 
they could probably take the plan up to like thirty dollars I mean, if what, they have like, a good selection of games. What they could do is like get with if they if they have a like twenty thirty dollar subscription. It's like hey, look, if you give us like your game these games for free right now, like we'll like credit to us like this much money, yeah. and then we'll pay you back per our subscription fee. There you go, done. Like, yeah, that, I think that I think if. The, the developer, they have to find, like, a big developer to trust them first yeah. and let it happen. It's Google. You know Google has fucking money. For real. Google <laughs> got the money to do this. They have the money. They threw the money at this for R&D anyway, mm-hmm. so I don't know. We were ranting too much about this shit. <laughs> as, as it sits right now, I wish it well, but I ain't going to bother with it's it. It's a flop. I'm not buying one. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it unless you have a really good internet connection and you want to buy the same games you have on your PC or console again. Yeah. Basically. That, yeah. That's you get two free games a month that are probably trash. So, probably. you know, you could always just buy it and play those two free games every month. <laughs> and, you know, when I was, I, I was seeing like they were looking, scrolling through the marketplace for it and there was games on sale and stuff like that, but it's not gonna be like Steam level. Yeah. Like Google, reach out to Valve, get Steam integration and I bet you sell shitload more units, oh, yeah. dude. If someone could go on their shitty PC and download Steam and buy games and then just play it on Stadia they'd 100% do it oh, just yeah. like Steam summer sales you know like you, at one point you can buy the entire Assassin's Creed collection for $30 you yeah. know Steam has the sales like Steam is the Definitely. king of it so yeah anyway I for me it's a flop yeah. it's I won't be getting one no if you get if you have a different opinion, let me know. Tell me why I'm wrong. I love being wrong. <laughs> Just let me know. You know, holler at us on Twitter or something mm, or Instagram, definitely, whatever. Definitely. But that, what else we have? That's pretty much it. Yes. Um, have you watched any new content lately? You've been watching uh, anything different? Not really. No. Like, yeah, I haven't either. Pretty, pretty much the same thing. I literally like, watch the same people every week. <laughs> yeah. But everyone should go on Twitter. And follow the mob. The mob are fucking hilarious. Frosty, Avalanche, Mako, Classify, all those dudes are part of 100 Thieves. Just fucking content for days, dude. (laughs) They're so fucking funny on Twitter when I'm scrolling through. Oh my God. But like, just get general content creators. I'm still watching Jay's Two Cents, Mm -hmm. going through some of his old stuff, learning things. Uh, I'm trying to learn a lot about overclocking right now. Yeah. uh, To see make sure I do it right when I build my computer. Uh, overclocking has been a big thing for me lately. I've been watching a lot of stuff around overclocking. Oh. If you can recommend anyone that does that sort of stuff, you know, let me know because I'll definitely check them out. I know nothing about overclocking. But just in general that. <laughs> never looked into it. But yeah, just general Jay's two cents, Linus. Yep. Uh, I scroll through Twitter all the time. I follow fucking Satan. S A D N. Satan's hilarious. The mob's hilarious. All those dudes. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been on Twitch lately, which is surprising. Uh, speaking of, there's a, a content creator that I do watch. Uh, his name is Shad. His channel is Shadiversity. Uh, he does HEMA. If you don't know what that is, it's Historical European Martial Arts. So, okay, yeah, like, no fucking clue. Sword, <laughs> just imagine like medieval knight sword fighting, okay. sword and shield, long sword, stuff like that. But uh, I watch him a lot and he does like a lot of a lot of cool, stupid videos and yeah. stuff and a lot of like kind of talking about it. And uh, he's actually having to have surgery here soon because he got some some issues. But uh, 
That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's pretty like, fucking cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've been watching him a lot. That's awesome. Here recently. Medieval sword fighting. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's, it's an actual, like, you can go to, like, it's like, like real life LARPing. Yeah, like, lunch, <laughs> yeah. but you can go to schools and learn how to, like, uh, use uh, cutlasses like pirate cutlasses and then like long sword two-handed sword stuff yeah like, it's, it's pretty fucking legit that's fucking awesome dude mm-hmm. i i'd be scared <laughs> <laughs> it's like fencing to the next fucking level that sounds yes. like some british shit yeah it, it is. sounds like some <laughs> shit you do in britain historical european martial arts yeah like, like that we don't do that shit in america we, just, <laughs> we got glocks over here <laughs> We, we got guns, you know, I can go down the street and buy an AR-15 without, <laughs> without any worry, you know? So, yeah. Um, what games have you been playing? Uh, I just started playing For Honor again. For Honor, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know I've Honor. never touched the game. Really? Yeah, I want to, though. I, I, keep, I keep getting in and out of it because I suck, so. <laughs> I've been, like, I've been so in and out of just I miss so many game launches because from getting rid of my PS4 to me getting my PC, like in playing like on this, uh, I have an Acer Nitro Five. It's like a two, three year old gaming laptop. But between like that, the time of me getting this and like me getting rid of my PS4, I like stopped playing games for a little while. Yeah, and I'm just like fuck. <laughs> I missed so much shit. And I'm also like, I'm, I don't have a lot of fucking money to buy games anyway. Yeah. So like Xbox Game Pass has been the shit for me, dude. Yeah. I'm still trying to hunter. I'm just fucking grinding out Horizon. Fucking the Forza Horizon uh, 4, dude. I've been grinding the shit out of it just every day. Just, I'm, I want 100% the game. Yeah. It's going to take a long time. <laughs> it's going to take forever. I want 100% the game. But yeah. yeah. I think we're, I think we've done everything. I think, yeah. think that's everything. Uh, that's it. You know, shout out Tim Tam, Ghost of Tsushima, and Fuck Stadia. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty hyped for Tim both games though. Tim Tam yeah. and Ghost of uh, Tsushima. See what I'm what I'm gonna what, what how do I okay what I think is cool about Tim Tam is it's a game that I can get and like me and my daughter can play together. Yeah, same you know? same. I could get Kaylee to play. Kaylee just turned five. It's a game that on PC I could probably get her used to a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, because you know? she always wants to play games with me, and then like I'm like, well, shit, I can't let you play Gears of War with me <laughs> or something like that. You know, yeah. uh, I can't do that. So, but she's been playing uh, Need for Speed or Frozen Horizon with me. She's been like, just, she just, I'm just like, press W, go fast. I'll do, okay, I, you can't, you're listening to this, but try to visualize this. Okay. So if any of y'all, any of y'all have played Forza Horizon 4, um, right now there's like a speed trap seasonal objective that you have to hit 270 on, right? So last night I like, I let her stay up like an extra 30 minutes, but, um, we were, I was trying to do that speed trap mm-hmm. and I had the, my Konosega Gera. And what we were doing, what she does every single time is when you're driving down the interstate, there's like the little like bars over yeah. that have little lights on them. Every single time we'd come up to one, she would duck IRL. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we'd be driving and like we're going like, you know, 260 or whatever. And every single time she goes, huh. <laughs> and just ducks under it. And dude, I was laughing God. so fucking hard. Because at first I was like, what the fuck is she doing? What are you doing, child? And she's like, I'm trying not to hit my head. <laughs> and I was just dying laughing, dude. It was so Man. good. But yeah, I think once she gets like closer to like seven, eight, uh, I want to get her to build a computer. 
Yeah. When she gets older, like you could probably, cool. you could get you, roses at the age where she probably could understand it better. Mm-hmm. But once she gets a little bit older and like, she decides like, if she wants to like get into gaming and play games more, uh, I'll buy, I'll buy and build her like a cheap computer. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty cool to do. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully when we get our PC parts and we get everything, we'll try to make a video out of us building it. Yeah. Because I've never built a computer before. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be kind That's of right. fun to watch me fuck up. Probably burn, like ruin my motherboard and CPU. <laughs> so hopefully I'll they have warranties. Yeah. But ho- hopefully uh, by the end, like either I get my new phone, which will have a lot better camera or we can find Destin's camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wherever the hell that his wife is. has like a super dope camera that we were going to use. Just haven't found it yet. So <laughs> we're going to, we're going to hopefully start getting the YouTube channel going in the next like month or two. Uh, once we get all the equipment we need. So, yeah, I think we're done. Yep. Uh, follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at leadership GG. That's L D R S H P G G leadership without vowels. Cause we're cool. <laughs> anyway. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying our deep dive episode. Mm-hmm. I call it the scuffed deep dive. Yeah. It's the scuffed, scuffed deep dive because we're scuffed anyway. Um, we did Pokemon first. And I think next we're going to talk about star Wars. Yes. We probably won't dive much into the movies. That would probably be a different episode. Um, but this is a gaming podcast. We're talking about games. Mm-hmm. So we want to go all the way back to 93. Oh yeah. I believe it was like, probably like fucking the forties, honestly, but go, <laughs> go all the way back to the start of star Wars and the gaming franchise around star Wars. And uh, just just go through it chronologically. Talk about my favorite game of all fucking time, Kotor and Kotor Two. Yeah, one of the best things ever made. Uh, if that ever got a remaster, I'd pay like three hundred dollars for it. Oh hell yeah, uh, I would pay for it. Even if it's on Stadia, I'd pay for it. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be the next. Is Star Wars. Um, follow us on social media. If you enjoy the podcast, you know, reach out to us if there's any games you see coming. Uh, any tech. Text the hardest thing to like, cause I want to like grab things that are kind of like different, you know, Fresh, revolutionary things like that. You know, we'll, we'll talk about PC stuff. I'm sure we'll talk about the new consoles when it gets closer to time. Uh, once everything's flushed out, we get a f- pure release date and they say, Hey, this is dropping now. Uh, and this is all the specs to it because there's a lot of rumors already, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the episode. We thank everyone for listening. We we really appreciate everyone that listens. We love you. Tell your friends about us. Spread it into the atmosphere. Like the ozone. How we're <laughs> ruining our planet. But thank you, everyone. I think we're done. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye.